0: hey queens welcome back to this week's episode of captivation radio i'm fallon the queen of everything captivation and i am your host again today i want to talk to you about building a personal brand what that means how to do it And I love branding because I love to see people being seen for who they really are. And you deserve to be seen for the real you. Okay, so let's get into it. What is a personal brand? We all know what a brand is, right? Like Nike, Gucci. We all have our own favorite personal brands. I mean regular brands. Those are not personal brands. (laughs) Personal brands are different from regular brands like Nike or Gucci because they're made up of one person's values, skills, ideas, personality, and the feelings that are associated with that person. Often when we think about a brand, the first thing we think about is, logo, colors, fonts, like what it looks like. But there's so much more to it than that. And there's so much that has to happen before you just be like, you know, I really like pink. Because you're more than your favorite color, right? I want you to think of someone that you follow on social media and think about what feelings their content evokes. What things... Make you realize that the content is theirs before you even see their name. Because if branding is done right, as soon as you see a, a post, a graphic, certain words, you know that it belongs to a certain person. So think about whose brand does that for you. So the next question is, why should you care about this, right? Like, What does it matter? Before I get into how you can create a brand, I'm sure you'd be wondering if all this work is even worth the time and energy, but I, it really is. A personal brand sets you apart from the competition. It builds you an audience that wants to work with you. It makes your interactions more meaningful. It helps you build trust and credibility. You'll have increased social media interactions and these interactions will be more memorable. When you can relate to a brand, it makes it easier to work with them. I'm sure that you've all heard, people don't buy products. They don't buy services. They buy the relationships. People buy from people. And they want to buy from someone who is trustworthy, who has the same core beliefs as they do. That makes them feel a certain way. And the closer your interactions with people are, the more necessary it is for you to be transparent about your beliefs. I know a lot of people in business will be like, keep your personal beliefs to yourself. Which may be fine depending on what your business is. I'm not going to tell you what you have to do in your business. But I'm going to tell you, if you are going to work closely, like one-on-one with people like I do, you're going to want to know that your beliefs align. You don't have to agree on everything, but you at least have to be able to have a conversation when you don't agree. Because it's very hard to work with people And help people go through things if they disagree with everything you believe in. They're never going to trust you and they're never going to listen to you. I'm very transparent about my beliefs on social media, on my podcast, everywhere. So people know what I stand for and stand against. And generally the people that try to work with me align with those beliefs, which make it much easier to work with them. And it makes it easier to have them in my space because it's not a constant conflict. And I'm not a person that can hide how I feel about things. I am very blunt about my feelings. And if I didn't like what other people thought, I would have to tell them. Then they would probably fire me. So it's easier just to be transparent up front. And your brand is the first way people get to see you and get to gauge their desire to work with you. This is one of the big reasons that video is becoming more and more popular is because it's easier to tell who you really are. You build that connection with people through your voice, through your face, through your emotions, through your language. All these things help to build relationships with people. It's just like how we used to have network, not network, we used to have networking events where you would meet the people in person. Now we don't always have them. A lot of our networking happens online and we need to be the poster for our business. Okay, so now you've heard my speech about why you need to have a brand. So then where should you start? The first thing that you need to do is figure out why you're in business. Why do you do what you do? Not only why are you in business, but why are you in the business that you are in? This doesn't have to be like a lifetime movie version of your why. I know a lot of people get hung up on that. Like, well, my story isn't sad enough, dramatic enough. It doesn't have to be. Your why doesn't have to be some kind of life or death scenario. Your why could just be because I really love this and I want to share it with people. It can be that simple. So. There are a multitude of reasons that people start businesses. Like for me, it's because I value my freedom. Like, really, really value my freedom. And I desire to help other women have it, too. I cannot live a life in which someone dictates where I work, when I work, what I wear to work. If my tattoos are showing, what color my hair is this week. Or what my beliefs are, political, religious, otherwise. But the most important part of this for me is I did not become a mother to leave my kids to raise themselves or to be raised by someone else. I don't want to miss out on their activities. I want to be present. I want to be the mom that knows all their friends. Like when they tell the stories, like, oh, yeah, I know so-and-so. When I pull up at school, I know everybody there. If they try to tell me they're going to hang out with Sally, I can be like, "Uh, there's no Sally in your class. You're lying. And I want to show them that they have choices that it's not absolutely necessary to just go to college and go into the corporate world and be stuck in an office from 9 until 6 or 7 or whatever, depending on where you work. I want them to know that there's other ways to do things. And they can see that with me. And there is other things. I could have just tried to be a stay-at-home mom or... I could have done I could work at home so I could still be there. I could get a flexible job, whatever. But it's just not the same freedom. And I still need to have a career. I am not uh made to be a stay-at-home mom. Not knocking anybody who is because it is a very hard job. But I was born to run a business. There's never been a doubt about it. So That is my why. So now you can think about yours. And then the next step would be, what do you offer? So your offering is going to be whatever product or service that you have. And now you want to think about how does this product or service help people? And how does it relate to what your business is? So my business relates... Right back to why I'm in business to begin with. I'm helping other women that want to be in the position that I'm in. That don't want to have to be at a 9 to 5. That don't want to have to have their life dictated to them. That want to be free. Those are the people I work with. Because that is why I'm in business. And it just makes sense together. And then think about why should people be lining up to work with you? What sets you apart? 1,000 people could have the same exact offer. What makes your product or service unique? Is it your customer service? Is it the quality of your products? Is it the different selection of products? Is it your qualifications? Is it a unique set of background skills? You need to determine what it is that sets you apart from the crowd. Because this is going to be why people choose to work with you and not with someone else that has the exact same thing. And then next, who is your target audience? So who are you creating your product or service for? That's who your target audience is. It's also known as your ideal customer. And the more I your target audience is, the easier it is for you to create content they can relate to. For example, if your products are for women in their 20s who love anime, then you're not going to create posts that relate to dudes in their 40s. You're not going to use bro language. You're going to use anime language, which is very hard to understand. But my kids are anime obsessed. That's why I'm thinking about it today. If you don't know who your target audience is, then you got to figure it out. And if you're struggling to get it figured out by yourself, you can always schedule a call and we can work on getting that figured out. The key here is to really have an idea of who this person is. I know a lot of times when we think about an ideal audience, we think about, well, I work with women in their 20s that do this. But we really want to think about it even deeper than that, like what these people like, where they work, what they do for fun, which social media platforms they hang out on, things like that. And that'll help you actually create like an actual character in your mind that signifies your ideal audience. And then after you do that, you can begin to describe your offer. So when you get to this point, you're getting ready to start sharing your ideas with the world. And you're going to need to describe your offer in language that sounds natural to you and that resonates with your audience. So let's go back to the previous example. Your audience is 20-year-old women who love anime. What words do you use when you talk to them? Are you going to position yourself as a luxury brand No, you're not. When you're working with people that are young, you're going to have to use things that make sense for them. You're going to use words that are popular in whatever community that you are working with. And you're going to position yourself as like a trendy brand or a nerdy brand or whatever it is. But you're not going to position yourself as a luxury brand if your target audience is kids or teenagers. And at the same th- time, you're not going to like have a really trendy brand if you have luxury products. You have to create a luxury feel, use language that evokes those feelings, things like that. We'll get more back into that in messaging. So now here's the fun part. What does your brand look like? Like I said in the beginning, this is a part that a lot of people start with. And the part that is the most fun, if you ask me. Now that you've defined how you want to position yourself, and you figured out like what your business is and all these things, you can create the vid- the visuals that go along with your brand this is where you pick your brand colors your images your logos your fonts all the things that people will see and they'll see these things over and over and they'll begin to associate these things with you and your brand and when you pick your colors don't just pick what is trendy okay please do not do it because it's annoying no one wants to see 500,000 beige Instagram feeds. We do not want to see it. but we, I mean me. I do not want to see another beige Instagram feed. Choose colors that you like that go together and might make sense for your brand. For example, if your brand is outgoing and fun, you don't want to have a gray brand palette. You want colors that reflect the personality of your brand. You could go with like bright neon colors or just happy colors, whatever it is. Something that makes sense for what you're doing. And the same thing goes for your fonts, your logos, your graphics. All of it should make sense for your business and you as a person because this is a personal brand. So it's got to be colors that you like. I do not recommend going to being like, oh, what are the trending colors for the season? Because everybody is going to have those in their feed. You are not going to stand out. You are going to stand out by picking colors that you like. If your favorite color is orange, you can put orange in your branding. And you will stand out. And people will be like, oh, before they even see anything, they're going to be like, oh, That's Sarah's post right there because I see the orange background. And she's the only one that I know that has orange. And they might not even think all these thoughts, but they'll know, like, subconsciously, you'll already know that it's yours because you're the one using these colors. And then the last part is your messaging. So this is how we tie everything together. This is going to be the written info on your website, in your emails, on your social media captions, um, if you have a podcast, the things that you say. Your messaging is all the words that you use, that people see. And your words also need to align with your why. They need to make sense for your audience. They need to follow your core beliefs. And they need to evoke the feelings that make people want to work with you. Now, the messaging is the hardest part, in my opinion. Because you're going to have to play with it. It's not going to be something that... You just wake up and you're like, I know exactly what to say and everyone is going to sign up to work with me or buy my product right now because I have all the words. It's a learning process. And it does take time to hone in your messaging and to make it make sense. But the only way to learn and to get better and to improve is to just start doing it now. This means you can't keep all your ideas in your head in your notebook, in the notes app on your phone. You got to put them out there and see how they're received. And then as your messaging gets put out there and people start responding or not responding, you can tweak your messaging as you go. So you don't have to have it all figured out today. Even your colors and stuff, you can... Play with your graphics and see what works. You might want to switch it up. Sometimes mine will change slightly from fall to spring. Like in the spring, it'll get a little bit darker. In the fall, I mean brighter. And then in the fall, it'll get a little darker. Um, my messaging may change slightly depending on what my current program is that I'm offering. Like, Obviously, if I'm working on a branding program, I'm not going to be talking about um. Getting unstuck, because if you're in the branding phase, you're already ready to go. So things like that, you're going to learn as you go. So you just got to get started. And I love you all, and I appreciate you so much for tuning in again today. If you are listening to this, and you're like, this is just too much for me to figure out by myself, then send me a message or book a call And we can help get you on track. Alright. I love y'all. Bye.